Welcome to Redemption Unveiled, where we believe you are here for a reason and it's your job to discover it. Hi, I'm Haley and I'm here to help. I knew exactly why I was put on this earth and I believe you should too. Let's get going. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I have a new friend to introduce you to, and this is my friend, Jen, Jen Kleiber. And we have met, many of you guys know that I joined a mastermind at the first of, the first of this year um, with Jennifer Allwood. And through that, I've met many other women that are doing amazing things. And Jen, not to confuse you, but this, this is my friend, Jen, as well. And she is in the mastermind and we became close friends because we sat by each other at the first dinner in Florida. And I wanted to have her on the podcast because she is an amazing woman doing amazing things. And I know we're going to all learn a lot today. So hello, Jen. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here. Yes, we're very excited. So just to get started, everyone you know that listens to this podcast knows that I'm firmly passionate about each of us women learning our purpose on this earth. And one of the, the foundations of that is is to know what are we supposed to be doing? Or, you know, the scripture that says faith without works is dead. God has been showing me that a lot lately of we are actually called to do something on this earth. And so sometimes that looks like entrepreneurship. Sometimes it, you know, sometimes it looks like mothering. Anything we do is part of our purpose. And so I was really intrigued to have you on the podcast because you actually have a business called the faithful entrepreneur, correct? Correct. Yeah. So I know I've listened to your podcast some, but tell us a little bit about like what, what you do and what your heart is with, with that, you know, business. Yeah, absolutely. So to, to backtrack a little bit, um, I started another business in 2018 called the responsive classroom. And my background is in education. I was a teacher and then I worked in a district and then I worked for a consulting company and I trained teachers and God really led me to step into the role of entrepreneurship in 2018 with the responsive classroom. And so I contract with schools and districts and I train teachers on how to be culturally responsive and to create independent learners through responsive teaching. So that has always been my passion. I wanted to be a teacher since I was born. Um, And so that was a very easy path for me to follow. I always knew what I was going to major in. I graduated from college, immediately started teaching. And, you know, my path within education changed a little bit. I got my admin certification, but ended up getting offered a consultant role and took that, but it was all still within education. So my research, my background, all of that is in that realm. And I feel very comfortable there. I love what I get to do. I'm so thankful that God has allowed me to have a business that I'm passionate about. However, in 2019, I had just published a book and, uh, but like just published a book. And my, I mean, 99.99% of my income came from face-to-face trainings with schools, which was draining. It was draining. 
Right. That year I had also um, gotten remarried. My dad passed away. We moved. I bought it. We bought a house. Um, I quit my salary job, started my business. Like there was a lot in 2018. Anyways, 2019, I started building my own business on what I wanted that to look like. And then as we know, COVID hit. Right. And so I was just really starting to hit my stride and get established when that hit. Now, another, that's another story. God was faithful. Um, I had already started creating courses, which had zero, when I say zero credibility, I mean, zero credibility in the education space because nobody wants to watch a course in the education space. <laughs> um, and I, I, that's the feedback I had gotten. Like, this is great content, but like, why would we buy this instead of hire you to come? Right. And I'm like, right. Because I, don't really want to come, but anyways. (laughs) And so I, that was the first time that I had really felt that like gut punch of, okay, Lord, like, I know that you have brought me here, but I have no idea what to do right now. And because I had come from education, the majority of my friends are educators in some, you know, whether they're administrators or teachers or counselors, they're in that space. And you know, as you know, unless you are an entrepreneur, there's just some things, you know, we're, we're kind of an exclusive club in like the anxieties that we have and the failures that we have. I mean, I never had these kind of failures as a teacher. (laughs) Like I knew what I was doing there. Right. Right. And then now I'm like, I don't know, let's try it. (laughs) And someone else is like driving your goals and your mission. Like you're like, Hey, come to work and do these things. Yes. Yes. And if you don't have someone that. doing that, you're like, uh, should we go here or should we go there? We could do either. <laughs> and there's nobody to tell me which way to go, right? Right. And so I knew I'm, I'm very introverted. And so I wasn't someone to naturally like reach out to people, but I also just didn't have those people that I knew of in my circle. Right. So I created the Faithful Entrepreneur Facebook group literally as just a is anybody else in the same boat? Is okay. anybody else? I reached out. I had I had done a couple of courses and I reached out to some people who were in like the Facebook groups of those courses. Like, would anybody be interested in joining a group that, you know, that we shared biblical truth with each other, that we could pray for each other and that we could give business strategies to like, that was right. the idea. And it was literally just a Facebook group. Okay. Um, and, and I had about 150 people within like 48 hours, people I don't know, right. This isn't right. like, I'm not bringing anybody with me here that were like, I need this. This is exactly what I need. And so I felt like it was a viable thing, right. But it was, that's all it was, was a Facebook group until this year. Okay. And this year was when um, the Lord really moved me into that place of, okay, if you want to, if you want to make more of an impact, you're going to have to put more into this and you're going to need to, to move this into a business and not right. just this Facebook group. And so that's when we really made the move into, okay, I'm not, I'm not sure what the end goal for this is, but I know that the Lord is, is leading me into that next step of moving. And that's why I, I actually joined the membership. I mean, the mastermind that we were talking about in April. And that's why was that I knew that the Lord was moving into moving me into this, this business space, but that looks different than the responsive classroom. Right. And so, you know, that's where I wanted to be surrounded by that 
wisdom and knowledge and goodness that that has come out of that mastermind. So that's kind of a long story, but that that's how I am where I am today. <laughs> so there are many people, there are many women that I believe are just sitting either in their home or at a, at a job that feel this tug to do something, whether that be, you know, a side hustle or start a different, you know, start a little something or maybe quit their job and start a new, you know, big something or women that are home that feel as if they've kind of stifled some of their creative side of their brain that they used to maybe love the business side or entrepreneur side, but they've let that go because of a season that they're in. And I guess I would just say, how could, how could someone know if they're really built for that entrepreneur side and, and it's time for them to take the leap? Of course, if God's asking you to do, you do it regardless, but almost like, how would you describe it? I guess. Yeah. Okay. So that's a really great question. So I will say this, that the faithful entrepreneur was one of the most tangible ideas that I knew came from God that I have had my, my son's biological dad lives about an hour away. And I was driving him one Saturday morning to meet, to take him there and driving home. And in that two hour span, I literally like the whole first couple of steps, like the name, the group, like all of that was completely formed start to finish. And I knew it was God. And this is how I knew it was God. I felt so unequipped to lead any kind of entrepreneur group. I felt like I need this group because I don't know what the heck I'm doing right now. And now you're wanting me to lead this. And it really does. Like, even if you just say, okay, I'm going to start this group just to get other people's feedback, you still are positioned as the leader, right? So there's still some kind of accountability that like, I need to be sharing something. (laughs) And I felt, I felt so unequipped to do that, but I knew, I just knew that I had to, I knew that I had to take that step. And Haley, that was the most exciting thing. And it was also the most freeing thing because I was like, Lord, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I don't know what I'm talking about. So I don't have to pretend like I do. Right. And with the responsive classroom, I kind of carry that burden. I shouldn't, but I do because that is where my expertise is, right? Right. So I feel like, um, and it was a very slow go. And I'll tell you that it was a slow go. It was not an, uh, an overnight. I had 10 million followers. It was not anything like that, but I was able to develop relationships within a small group that I wouldn't have had otherwise. Yeah. So, so I'm going to say that if, you know, you say, if the Lord tells you, the Lord speaks to me primarily through ideas. Like when I get an idea that's super clear that I know, like I couldn't have come up with that idea <laughs> on my own. Yeah. I know I better take a step. Like this that. idea is here. I better take a step. Um, but the other thing is that with the name, the faith-filled entrepreneur, that put, that added accountability to my message because I had to be saying, and I believe with, with all of my heart that our businesses, when we're called into a place of entrepreneurship, whether that's a side hustle or whatever, they're ordained, right? Like the Lord is saying, I'm, this is what I want you to do. And this is the path I want you to take. And so I'm going to bless this, but your job is obedience and faith is built after you take the step. It's after you take the step of obedience, that's when faith is built. 
So if we are growing our business in faith, then I love that your first thing is do, right? Like we have to be willing to do. Right. And there are things in the Bible, you know, we, first of all, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, you've got to get in the word. I mean, really, if you're going to do anything, you've got to get in the word. Right. (laughs) You have to get in the word because your feelings are going to be all over the place. There's a trillion influencers that are trying to tell you what to do, but you've got to get in the word. And there are, there are promises that are in the Bible. There are commands that are in the Bible. Uh, There is order in the Bible. And when we can align our businesses to that, we don't have to have all of the content answers because God's going to bless that as you go. But if you're feeling like God's leading me in this direction, he's leading me to, I mean, join this multi-level marketing company or to start this crafting or to, um, you know, a lot of people are asking me how I do X, Y, and Z. I could start a blog on that. I could start a podcast on that. You you will not know how God will bless that and grow that until you take the first step because he's not going to drop it in your lap. He's going to push you in the direction to go. And then he's going to wait very patiently for you to go in that direction. And if you don't ever go, he's going to, he's going to work through somebody else. And like, what a, that's when we lose out on the blessing of being used by God and seeing that faithfulness. Do you love the Redemption Unveiled podcast? Are you excited every Wednesday morning when it comes out? Let me tell you where you belong. You belong with me in the Redemption Unveiled community. We are a group of women who are dedicated to staying connected to God, even though we're really busy. Every Monday, we start our week off right with a Monday Mindset podcast. And every Thursday, we dive into God's word to see what we can find. With ongoing prayer support and an Instagram for communication, I absolutely love it. And I want you to be a part if it sounds fun to you. Unfortunately, it's not open to join now. However, you're going to want to get on the wait list because that is going to give you the best deal and the earliest access. So head over to redemptionunveiledcommunity.com today and get on that wait list. I'm so excited to have you be a part. Let's get back to today's episode. That's, this is where I always come from when during times when I've been discouraged with my journey with Redemption Unveiled, most people that listen to my podcast know that I had a blog for five years or so before I ever started a podcast. And through that journey, I, and of course, still, I'll have these moments that are super discouraging or disappointing of where I am. And through that journey, there's been several times when I've just thought, what am I doing and why am I doing this? And where I always come back to is, Haley, what else are you going to do? Like in this life, what else am I going to do? If I don't have, if I'm not doing this, then what? Like, do I let go? Cause I don't know. I just, I always go back to, I'm so addicted to this journey of kind of, okay, God, what are we going to do next? What are we going to do next? This is a very exciting process, even though, it's 50% exciting and 50% discouraging and overwhelming and anxiety or whatever. It's like, it is that because if it's not hard, is it really faith? If it doesn't cost you the fact that I've got fear telling me something or shame that I'm not enough, 
And then I've got this invitation to follow God's lead of doing something that I don't know how to do. I might look stupid while I do it, but yet those are my options. I either follow the voice of fear, of shame, or faith. And I always go to, well, my feelings are telling me, (laughs) they're really pointing me in this fear direction. But faith is just, it really is cool when you get, you. I think of it as an exercise, like you actually build that muscle stronger and you have to put yourself in positions where you don't know what you're doing where you might look like an idiot and you might experience failure or else it's not actually faith. Right. And I know for me, I spent a long time trying to get a good enough plan before I stepped out because I thought maybe that would mean I wouldn't fail. Yes. And so here is something that I had to really um, let get into my spirit in a very deep way. And I still, I still have to be intentional about this. Um, I would equate, like, I would think, okay, I really feel like God is leading me in this direction. So then I do it. And then in my earthly mind, it's not a success. Right. Then what I would start doing is saying, well, I'm not hearing the Lord the right way. And really like then backtracking on everything. Right. And when you look in, when you look in the Bible, like every time Paul went and preached, he didn't save a thousand people. Right. You know, you, you look at even Jesus. I mean, even Jesus went to a town that God called back to his own, his hometown where he knew he was supposed to go and he was not received. Yeah. So does that mean that, whoops, I went to the wrong place or whoops, I didn't hear you right. No, like that he was supposed to go there for that, to be able to teach us that lesson, you know, in order for me to overcome my fear of failure, I had to really just accept that I was not in charge of the outcome, that I was in charge of the step towards obedience. And so I can say like, okay, I'm going to launch this course. I want 50 people in it. And if I don't get 50 people in it, then it's not a success. But like, where did I get 50 people? Right. Like, where did that even come from? Right. Maybe the Lord wanted me to have five people, but he right. handpicked those five people. Yes. And now something's going to grow from there. Absolutely. You know? We are doing these math equations. Can he even trust us? Like, Hey God, I'm going to bring two. You bring two. That way we always get four. It's like, I just feel like God is just like, no, that's not how I work. That's not, you yes. know, yes. you bring that's two right. and I'll br- bring whatever I want. And then we'll see if you'll do what I say. You know, it's like, right. And I'm not saying like, we have to be wise in our business. Like if I'm only focused on the outcome, right. which I actually don't have control over anyways, right then um, it can be really easy. I think Satan uses that to halt us from moving right. forward, you know? Yeah. And I, I told you that I built that course for the responsive classroom and got very poor feedback on it. And it went, the feedback was, okay, the content is great, but like, we'll never use this. And then COVID hit. I mean, literally the next month COVID hit and I already had that course that I could add on in my kitchen and, That's you know, awesome. replace my face-to-face trainings that year with this course. So I didn't end up, you know, going under that year, right. but, but had I just gone off of, okay, well, they said they don't want it. Right. Right. I would have never created that course in the first place. 
right. even though I knew that that was the direction the Lord was taking me. So you just, you have to know that entrepreneurship, you will fail. Everything will not go perfectly. You will look back and be like, what was I thinking? Those were so bad. I look back at like my first slideshows and stuff and they're literally horrible. God bless that too. And, and when we can accept that we're going to fail and that's part of the journey and it doesn't mean that we're not on the right path, yeah. then I think it makes us a lot more bold and confident in taking the next steps. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing that I have learned, and I learned this a long time ago, but it's still, you, I still have to really embrace it, is that validation is never enough. I, I like to compare it to potato chips. Like you can eat a whole bag of potato chips, but you're still not satisfied. You know, like you always just need one more potato chip and then you're like, mm, that's good. But now I need another one because it's gone. Like there's nothing satisfying in it. And I have learned that it's like, whether I have one or two or hundreds or thousands of feedback on something, I'm like still the same person. Like it actually, even if someone says, I, you know, even if someone gives me the kindest compliment, you know, sometimes I'll get someone that messages me or tells me like, like, Haley, the stuff you, you know, this episode or this thing you did, or this course, like it helped me so much. It changed my life. What you're thinking, oh my gosh, what a kind thing to say, but does that hold me over next Tuesday when I'm struggling with what I'm creating then? No. And I think God created us that way because he knows like people's validation of what we do and what we say is never enough. And if I start chasing that, I will, I will get so distracted by, well, what, what is my feedback telling me? Instead of what does God want me to say, regardless of the feedback. And there, it was so funny because last week, just, I was just having one of those days. We, you know, it was kind of a week where I just felt really disengaged and busy with the kids and feeling summer. And I just felt like I just wasn't passionate about what I was creating, you know? And I had just told Carter, just like, I don't know, you just, I know it's just a stage, but you just start doubting is, is this thing that I'm doing, like, is it valuable at all? And it was funny because that night I had one of my community members message me genuinely like the kindest thing. And she was just like the, the community and the podcast has been so life-giving to me and such a blessing for me. And she said, never stop, please. And I'm like, okay, that is like the kindest thing that anybody could say, but right. that's still not going to be enough in a week right. if I'm struggling with something different. Of like, like you said, getting reverse where my goal isn't the result. My goal is the prompt and the right. obedience. Like that's my whole journey of focusing. I don't know. I personally find that the entrepreneurship journey, Redemption Unveiled, even before it was actually any kind of money thing. It's just been such a cool journey with God for me to discover who I am and to learn things about who he is. And I so want to encourage the women that listen to this to say, what is God asking you to do? Whether that be start a business, get a job, quit a job, start a group or a club, but like God wants every one of us to be doing something. And I, I really want my listeners to be doers you know, I don't want, you can't only be doers. I mean, you've got to have relationships and you have to have healing and, you know, a relationship with God and stuff, but doing is a part of our faith and we need to have it mastered. 
Right. Not master yeah. like perfect, but the, the lifestyle of doing is what I yes. want us to master. Yes. So I am fortunate enough that um, I am a doer. I am too. I sometimes, am too. Sometimes um, to my detriment, <laughs> that like I get an idea and I have already started on that idea before I have finished the last thing that I'm working on. Yes. And so, but I I'm thankful. I mean, I'm thankful that God has kind of wired me in that way. And so for me, my journey has been more about when you, when you talk about what have you learned about God, God and what have you learned about yourself? Some things that I've learned about God is that his promises are true, right? He is always faithful. He goes before us. He stands behind us. Nothing has, has taken me under. Yeah. He is victorious. Right. And so um, I recently did a podcast on five strategies that Satan uses to hinder us from moving forward. Um, but even in doing that podcast, like recognizing how victorious God is over all of those strategies, right. what I've learned about myself in creating the content for faith-filled entrepreneur is how vulnerable I am when I am not in the word, when I am not putting on the armor of God, that that I am just as humanly weak as anybody else, right? So if you have if you have women listening to this who are saying, oh, like Haley's so far ahead of me, Haley's personality is so much bigger than mine. Oh, I can never do what Haley's doing. Well, you're right, because you're not Haley, but God is calling you. This is one thing that I that I realized. Even through my secular business, which is through public schools, right? Everything is for a kingdom purpose. Everything. My parenting, my friendships, how I interact with my neighbors. Absolutely. How I am as a baseball mom. Right. My business. Everything is for a kingdom purpose. So if you are a believer, you also have the responsibility of adding to the kingdom. Like you have a kingdom purpose. Um, and so we can't look, I can't look at Haley and say, well, the way that I run my business is going to look like the way she runs her business because this girl literally in front of people should know, jumped up on a table (laughs) on her birthday (laughs) in our mastermind twice, she jumped on a table twice, uh, and, and let people sing happy birthday to her and dance to it. And it was beautiful. I don't even like for people to tell me happy. I mean, you know, we just, we have very different personalities and that's okay because God has a purpose for both of us. But, but if I am not in the word, if I'm not spending time with God daily, um, if I am not saturating myself with truth, I will be derailed. Absolutely. And doubt and hesitancies and comparison and everything else will creep in. And so if you have women who are sitting there thinking, I can never be as good a mom as Haley. I can never teach Bible study like Haley does. I can never do a podcast like Haley. I can never jump into a business like Haley has. Well, okay, you can't, but you can in the way that God is leading you. And then his faithfulness and his provision is going to, to go before you and stand behind you, just like it does for Haley. I right? love that like, so much. So that's what I have learned about myself is how desperate I am for the Lord. That I literally, if, if you're feeling like I'm not good enough to do this, 
I want to encourage you to accept that you're not, but then go into the word and read what God has to say about you and what God has promised for you and then give him glory for it and watch him bless you in your obedience, you know, and I love that your whole thing is finding freedom And that is where I have found my freedom is that, okay, if I launch and I don't hit my numbers, okay. Mm -hmm. Like who am I, who did I let down? No one. Yeah. You know, that my job was to be obedient, not to hit a certain thing. Now, do we celebrate if we do? Sure. Sure we do, but I'm still free. I, I don't go to this place of like, I'm a failure. I'm not good enough. And if I do, I quickly jump out of that because it's not about me. It's about the kingdom purpose that God has laid out for me. That's so awesome. That's so good. And I know that there's so many different aspects to entrepreneurship that people can learn from your perspective and your journey you've, you've taken. So if people want to plug in with you outside of this podcast, where can they find you? Where should they go? Well, um, I also have a a podcast called the faith filled entrepreneur podcast, and we kind of go back and forth between, um, business strategies. Like we just, I just released an episode on blogging and long form content and how to get that started and why to get that started. Um, and then we go back and forth between that and growing your faith. Um, and how, how we plug into the word and plug into biblical truth in order to grow your faith. So that's one place. Our website is thefaithfilledentrepreneur.com. We have a couple of freebies there. I would love to give that value if you're looking at starting a business, but you don't know where to get started. There's some writing strategies to help you get started writing content. And we also have a couple of Bible studies that are available. I know Haley has amazing Bible studies, but there's a few there too. And you can follow me on, on Instagram at Jen underscore Kleiber and then on Facebook at The Faithful Entrepreneur. That's awesome, Jen. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on the podcast. And I'm sure we'll have you back again. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. I love the conversation. Yeah, me too. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're wondering what does Redemption Unveiled mean? Well, it comes from Romans 8, where it says creation is waiting for the children of God to be unveiled. You see, ever since Adam and Eve made that little mistake they made, humanity has been hiding themselves from God. Actually, Jesus even tells us that many people will be surprised that he says, I do not know you. I do not know you. What if the greatest call on our life is to learn to stop hiding and to be known? And what? Just what if the world is waiting on that? What if the world is waiting on you? I'm Haley. I am obsessed with this. And I'm happy to have you here. Of course, you can find me at Redemption Unveiled on all the socials. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time. Bye.